Piers Cunningham and Brad McKenzie Saturday afternoon chat as we do. Brad, you might have seen that there's been talk about social media changing. Yes. Uh, and Elon Musk, who paid that monstrous price for Twitter, uh, is even rebranding it and calling it X. Mm. Uh, and I think he's got a child whose name is X, and then his business is one of his businesses, SpaceX. And I think an early business which he which he had from you know twenty or so years ago might have been called X. I think it was the forerunner of PayPal. Uh, it was an internet payment system that made him a lot of money and kicked off his um, entrepreneurial ways in terms of electric cars and, and building rockets and a few other ventures that he's got. Twitter is moving towards a paid system yes. where if you want if you want to be you know basically have use of it, you're gonna pay. And it sounds like even Facebook uh, is moving in the same direction. Even something that I like using, which is Reddit, which is it's been a free service but it has advertising they're about to have an IPO and there's a lot of people who are leaving Reddit because they don't like the changes that are being made to, to make it more appealing for, for being, you know, becoming a public company, being listed, being, being yes. sold to, to investors. In the case of Reddit, that's to do with the way that the thing can be monetized. You know? all right, all right. Like they all are. Yeah. But, but it's, it seems like it's a change. Maybe a positive thing is, could, could come from it. Up until now, Facebook, Instagram, those sort of things, you were basically the product. Even though you used those services for free, you actually were the product. Yes. And the fo- every photo you upload to Facebook is owned by Facebook. If you can bother, you can wade through 200-page PDF of your T's and C's, you'll find that what you post up there is actually owned by uh, yeah. Facebook and including your image yes. or your images of your family of you know, your memories when Facebook comes up in the morning and says, this is what you were doing five years ago. Yeah. And you kind of go, oh, great, I better take screenshots because I've lost all those photos. You're going to switch from being the product to being a paid subscriber and then maybe enjoying a few more benefits in terms of your data, but not being as deeply mined as it was. I'm not sure, actually. Well, see, I, I can't see how that can possibly mm. happen. I, I just, I don't see how you can go from not being the product to being a subscriber and then not having the rights to the same rights and then being the company mm. having mm. the same rights as but the, the numbers are falling before. i think i think there's no question that the numbers are falling in facebook they kind of peaked i mean there's still a truckload of people you know i think, yeah. it's, I think it's in excess of a billion people but the new people signing up is, is really tailed off and i think it's actually shrinking and i think that same sort of thing happened with twitter but Twitter's, you know, like there are some quite significant changes, and, and, and one of the, the big ones is that if you pay, you can still be on it because I'm I'm actually on it somehow, but I don't pay for it. Yes. And and I've noticed that you just get less and less chance of anything being noticed that you post, unless you've got the blue tick, which is which used to, yeah, yeah, which is a subscribe paid subscriber, and and Elon Musk actually made some quite good arguments about moving to the paid service. Because he's sort of saying, well, if it's something that you really care about, and also if you want to stop bots, one of his big gripes yeah. with it was that there was lots of fake, fake entities on it posing as people, and in fact they're bots and they're just they're pursuing some other agenda. So the way to get rid of that is, is the bots not going to pay. No one's going to pay for millions and millions of bots to have a fake account on Twitter. So that does make the service a bit more legit in a way. It's, it weeds out the the fake profiles. Yeah. I think that I write advertising for houses for sale. Mm. And the basis to any real advertising is what's in it for me. 
So if I'm going to pay $13 a month on top of all the other $13 a month that I'm currently paying, which you look at your credit card at the end of the month, Jesus, mm. oh, wow, really? Mm. You know, Paramount and Netflix and Stan and, you know, mm. all that sort of stuff. Mm. What's in it for me? I mean, I know what's in it for, for the companies at $13 a month by a billion, mm. but you can't help you get on there and there's just ad after ad after ad. Now, is it for my $13 a month or whatever it is, uh, and is there going to be no ads? See, I'm quite happy to pay Spotify. I'm Spotify Premium because there is no ads on it. When you think that a CD back in the olden days, when you bought a CD, they were, you know, $13 or $14 each anyway for one. Yeah. I find $13.99 a month for Spotify cheap mm. because I've got access to... 100 million plus. Yes, exactly. Yeah, everything. And, and there's no way, you know, how many times did you buy an album and you only like one song on it? So, yeah. you pay. so I'm quite happy to pay for that, but I, I don't know that I use Facebook enough mm. or I don't use Twitter. Uh, I haven't got an Instagram account. I'm a bit of a lot of just I don't think anybody's got any real interest in what I had for dinner last Thursday night and no. photo of it. So I'm not really... Yeah, it seems to be a young, for younger people. I'm a bit the same, um, I have to admit. But, uh, yeah. So I wonder, you know, if I'm going to get paid $13.99 a month or whatever, am I going to get ad-free? Because I'd want something in return. Yes. It's not enough for me to go, oh, well, this is great, because I know the person that I'm actually talking to is not a bot. Well, I think that that is part of it. Reddit is changing because of its, its coming IPO. Facebook is, is dwindling. Part of it's being driven by AI. There's just some big changes afoot in that area. And you wonder where it's, where it's all going to go. I mean, Meta, the company that owns yes. Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp, is a big investor in AI and it's also a big investor in virtual reality and headsets and stuff. And that's, that seems to be where they're, they're seeing their future is. You know, that's, I mean, there's still, there's still a huge market cap. In fact, all those companies have done really well because of AI being this sort of buzz. Like it's almost like there's an AI bubble. Yeah. You know, it's a bit like the dot-com bubble. There was all this sort of interest and suddenly, oh, oh look what technology can do. Look what, look at these big tech companies, what they represent. And this was, this is going back 20 years, 15, 20 years. And they've all done really well, but that model's changing now. So the thing that made Facebook a household name is sort of changing and evolving very, very rapidly. So if I've got a pay Facebook to put up a video of my cat doing something stupid. Yeah. That I probably lose the incentive to put up a video of my cat doing something stupid. And on the other time, you know, will you bother paying to get on because, you know, you used to love watching cats doing something stupid and now you can't because nobody's putting up so I just wonder whether it's a false economy that's a really bad example, but you know what I mean? There's a false economy for maybe people like influencers that, and I hate the term and I yeah, just yeah. hate the idea of it. Yeah. People that go to a restaurant, you know, they, they could justify paying $13.99 a month to keep that going, but then they're just, that's just a paid ad as well. So am I looking at another form of advertising mm. for my, you know, 
for the money that I'm paying. Yep. Well, so I'd love to know that. I don't know. Nobody would ever know. So I, I wonder what the the revenue streams are for the what, advertising. How they, how they, well, it, it used to be, you know, this was the whole thing. It's a bit like reality TV. It's cheaper to, to have punters competing on a, whatever, a race around an island or something to, yeah. than paying professional actors. And, Definitely. And, yeah. and so getting your content from people who want to share photos of their cats and are prepared to, by using the app, they're, or using the service by uploading to it, signing they're agreeing, away. they're signing away, they're agreeing to the T's and C's, which allows all their, mar- their, their data to be mined and shared and, and sold to third-party marketing interests and everything else that goes on. That was what fueled social media. And then they did use AI to analyze the material and work out the best way to make things go viral. So, okay, so who responds to the particular cat video? Okay, it's these other people who we know they like cats. So we send that to them. So that allows us to target advertising to yeah, a bunch like of cat lovers. Pet barn. Pet food, exactly. Yeah. Similar sort of logic to whatever the product is or whatever the service is. And it's partly because actually they're losing to TikTok. Yeah. Exactly. So that's Chinese owned, but yeah. that's that's done very, very well. It's made a lot of inroads. And now that's the thing that you know young people are looking at in preference to, to Facebook. And I've seen videos, I've seen, uh, I think it was a documentary or something I saw about people in, in China using social media, TikTok and, and Instagram and whatever, but they're, because there's so much demand for just constant streams of people trying to sell something, product, makeup, let's say, that there are now people who go, young women in particular in China, who the documentary showed them on a bridge, like dozens of them standing 10 feet apart with their camera on a tripod or with a friend holding their, their, um, their phone, or they're talking into a selfie stick, yeah. And they're talking about something, they're doing a little dance, or they've got a, you know, some makeup they're holding. They're being paid, they're actually contracted to provide pretty much 24-7 streaming. They've got to do it themselves. And if they're not out there standing in front of the camera streaming it live to the internet and making a, you know, whatever it is, a, 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 some money through the yeah. people who are paying for that streaming service, they're basically in, a, in sort of a, a warehouse where their accommodation is being trained about you know what what the next product is they're going to sell. I mean it's it's kind of like a you know, new version of slavery almost. Mm. I mean it's pretty pretty sad. TikTok's taking over uh, and becoming more and more influential, and there's and there's big concerns about where all that data goes and what the Chinese interests are actually doing with that. They're profiling people, they're assembling information, just as they've got a lot of information about their own people yeah. and what you do within China, the social credit system and so on. They're actually also compiling information about people in the rest of the world through things like TikTok. And so the AI helped with the algorithms for for making things go viral. So it helped Facebook work out where to send your cat video to get you the most viral effect of that video. And then the marketing followed that. They made the money out of the marketing. But the users, real people, provided the content. Now with AI, not only does the AI distribute it and work out how to best distribute it, but the AI can actually generate it. Mm. So that's one of the the things that I think is also um, affecting these social media companies. So, I mean, obviously it's an increasing revenue stream for them, but will they do two, will there be two levels? Like there'd be the one with all the advertising and all that sort of thing, or... Yeah, like, you, like you, want to get, you want to get rid of your ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what you're... You know, so if I'm paying, if I'm going for free while well, there's ads, I have to, I understand that they need to do advertising mm. and algorithms and all that to make that work mm. but if i'm at the next level at 14 dollars a month do mm. I, what 
you know, what's in it I, for I, me? I think the answer, the, the short answer is no, I don't think that is what's happening. I don't, so, think, I don't, yeah. think, you're, I don't think you're buying an ad-free version if you yeah. pay that. I think actually what it's, what it's saying is to use the service at all. Yeah. So having got you addicted to Facebook and Twitter and those services, now it's like, okay, well, if you want to keep using them, the one, the one that's definitely happening with is, is Twitter. So there's a premium and a, an unpaid service. But I think it's more about if you want to, because Twitter is used in, in marketing as well. You know, you've yes. got a Twitter account you use to communicate with your clients or tell them about new products and all the rest of it. So for you to be able to use the service and get full features of that service and full ability to to share your message or respond to feedback and whatever, you know, mm. people's comments and, you know, the whole idea is that it's the world's forum. It's the yeah. where, where people talk. Yeah, to use it on any level where you've got the chance of feedback and, and, and wide dissemination of what you're saying, you've got to pay. Mm. Mm. But you don't get it ad-free, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh... The, the other thing about subscription is a lot of car manufacturers now mm. are, are doing what they call a subscription service. So... Five years ago, if you went and bought a BMW and you'd sit in the, um, in the office with the guy and the base price of the car might have been 35000 oh, would you like heated seats? No, oh, actually, yeah, well, that's $1,400. Would you like sat-nav that update? You know, sat-nav, yeah, well, that's another $2,200 order. And before you knew it, you walked out with a car that was worth, you know, sixty grand. But you'd have to wait while they installed that car when it went down there, that the chances of a car specific to you with the colour you wanted and the accessories you wanted mm. was pretty remote. So yeah. you'd have to wait and it might be, this is pre-COVID, it might be you know two months mm. or something mm. by the time the car was built to your specifications. Mm. So what they've done now at BMW is they've pretty much load every car with every option. Mm. But you subscribe to the option. So you want heated seats, yeah, that's $29 a month. You want your um, your upgrade on your GPS every month, yep, that's $19 a month. You want auto-dipping headlights you know, for when you're driving in that, yep, that's $16 a month. So you pay for all that stuff individually, mm. but when you sell the car, it's like when you sell your computer or your iPad to somebody, it gets wiped and it's up to those people to subscribe to that right. again. So, so you could choose to buy a car that had features in it that you didn't use. Yeah. Right. So the cars are all made to the same spec, the high yep. spec. Yeah. And then if, if, you, if you, you buy it at the base price and if you want to use the extra features, have them unlocked, yep. then you pay. And you otherwise pay. your car remains capable of doing them, but you just don't get to use you those capabilities. Yeah. So the argument around that, you know, the, the, the car manufacturer's argument is, well, you might not want to use that facility, but you're, you're paying, you know, you're paying for it with a subscription. It's not going to cost you what it would if you keep your car for three years. It's not going to cost you over the time what it would had you have got that that thing in because they use the the hardware's there, so they just use the software mm. to to work out the subscription. But the, the the argument sort of falls a bit flat because surely it's costing more money and resources to put all these things in cars that people may or may not use. Mm. And what if you buy a car in Australia and it's $29 a month for 12 months or three years or whatever the term is of heated seats, 
but you only use them for June, July and August. Mm. So you probably wouldn't buy heated seats when you bought the car in the first place, but now you're paying $360 a year for something you use three times over three months. Mm. Right, so you can't pay it on a monthly basis for when you... No, no, you you can't just decide, oh, at the end of September, I'll get rid of the... So subscription is is starting to flick into um, all sorts of... Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think that that seems to be where a lot of things are going. It's sort of like they, they get you, they show what's what's possible, you know, by letting you have Facebook, by letting you have Twitter, Reddit, etc., etc. Then they start charging you for it and the, and the hope is that you're so hooked on it or you're so reliant on it, like for a business purpose or for a way of keeping in touch with your friends or, or, or the social pressure of, you know, you've got to stay on it, you know, yeah. because we're all on it, so you should be on it. You're missing out if you're not. And so therefore, you know, you're prepared to stump up the, the money, which, which adds up. Well, it does, you know, as I said at the start of the conversation, you know, look, we've got Stan and, yeah. and Amazon Prime, Netflix, Foxtel, thing. it probably adds up to $200 a month. Yeah. And now, if we've got to start paying the same we pay for that each month for um, things like, you know, Facebook and Instagram and, you know, yeah. It's, yeah. something's got to give. Yeah, yeah. And it, it would probably, for me, be Facebook, and, and yeah. that sort of thing yeah. but then I, I do know like my wife will sit there and no judgment but she'll sit there endless scroll endless scroll like rather than watching mm. the telly you know it, it's and and you go to you go to a bus stop or you go to a doctor's or you go to the supermarket you know while people are waiting for their number to get called on the deli they're not talking to each other mm. they're it's changed the world. I mean, and those things have got, a, in a way, they've got a lot to answer for. Because, you know, I mean, you try to drag a teenager away from their phone and it's almost like you've asked them to, to donate a, an organ or something yeah. to you. You know, it's, it's like, it's almost impossible. It, it really is a big challenge to get people away. So it's an incredibly powerful tool. Yes. You know, no, yeah. no question that people want to harness it. And, and, and marketers want to use it because you you know you can get you can assemble all this great profiling information. You can understand clients. You can understand what they like. You can influence. You can massage their interests so that that lines up with your advertisers. It's such a powerful tool. And you think that it was two thousand seven the first iPhone came out, and that sort of signaled the beginning of all this. And prior to that, people had to. I mean, you just have to look at. I mean, I, I've never done this, but I mean, be very interested to see what the the sale of books, sale of, of popular fiction. What happened to that? Mm. You know, from from the advent of, of the smartphone. But you'd reckon it would be a lot less because I know a lot of, a lot of, you know the time that people spent would have spent reading a book sitting on the bus stop. Yeah, right? they they've got something. Take it on the train yeah. or or whatever. Yeah, yeah. effect on people's sleep because they alert you. The blue light is known to, to alert you. Yeah. So if you're trying to go to sleep or if you're not sleeping well and you're on your phone at night in bed, as a lot of people are, I mean. There was a figure that this was this was years ago, and I think if only it's it, since then it would have become even even more acute. But because we actually interviewed a couple of the guys from Google at the studio in Mornington, and they were talking about mobile, saying mobile's everything. This was when you know it was like, do you use a website or do you use your, do, 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 do you market through a website on a on a desktop or do you market to people's phones? And, and Google resoundingly, it's it's going mobile. It's all mobile. There was a figure that came out. It was like ninety percent of the world's population that has a smartphone has it within three feet of their body, of their person, 
24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Mm. So it's on your bedside table and people reach for it. The first thing they reach for in the morning. Yeah. Let's see yeah. my Facebook feed, the endless scroll. Yeah. It's made a massive, massive uh, change to the way people live. And I think that you, you know, still pe- pe- there are plenty of people who read, but I just think it's much more of a decision than it was. You've really got to decide, I want to read books and have a habit of reading books, which I actually do. I still enjoy reading books. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I still also, I love my phone like everyone else, you know. <laughs> And the convenience, you know, uh, you know, ask the oracle. And then you throw in where the next big revolution, which is going to be AI, you know, and the language capabilities that it now has, that you can actually ask a question of, of, of ChatGPT and it gives you an answer back that, that is very, very well worded. You know, that's the breakthrough. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that it now speaks... It, computers didn't used to be able to give you... They give you a clunky... Search gives you a list of, of websites that closest match to you. Yes, and and then and Google has actually short circuited sending you to a website where they've actually give you an answer. So you'll see a text to you know say you ask how old was Don Bradman when he died. You know yeah, that'll come up. So that way to the ACB. That, that that'll yeah. be just a, a fact because it's often it's been asked enough for Google yeah. to have that answer ready to go. Then you don't leave Google. You stay with Google rather than clicking on another link and being taken to a separate website. Because mm. Google then is always offering you on a browser page that's offering you, do you want to sign in with Google? Because yes. then, then we can find out more about you. Yeah. Whereas with AI, it's essentially doing the same sort of thing that the Google search engine is doing where it looks at the whole internet and says, okay, what's what matches best? Looking at the metadata and saying what, what matches and then instantly ranking it and, and being spot on. That's the great thing about, the impressive thing about Google is it's so accurate. You know, it's reliable. Yeah. It's very rare that you'll do a search and just come up with nothing. It'll be in the top, on probably on the first page, maybe the second, but it'll be there. Whereas AI can give you an answer in very readable, well-syntaxed language. Yes. And this is what you've said about, you know, about copywriting and yeah. stuff being, being kind of affected by, by it. So, but I think that'll be the next thing. That, and they're even talking about, you know, your, I mean, already... AI girlfriends and that sort of thing and, and, and you know fake girlfriends that but because of this language capability can get so much better so I think it's only going to be a matter of time you know whether it's within our lifetime or our children's lifetime that you will actually have a, a humanoid robot that will um, be able to, you'll be able to talk to you'll be able to have a relationship with it'll work on many levels it'll work with um, it could be a business help to you it could be a, an emotional support for you you know it could be for people who've I don't know, they got old and they've lost their partner or they've never had one or, you know, all those. So we've skipped the Jetsons, haven't we, with, um, you know, Rosie the Robot and, and that sort of thing and go on to, you know, companionship and... Yep, the sex bot, straight yep. there. But I need a flying car. I still need a flying car. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't stop now. Imagine subscribing to that. Oh,